returning. I was walking in a dark valley, and above me the tops of the hills had caught the morning light. I heard the light singing as we went among the grass blades and the leaves. I waded upward through the shadow until my head emerged. My shoulders were mantled with the light, and my whole body came up out of the darkness and stood on the new shore of the day. Where I had come was home, for my own house stood white, where the dark river wore the earth. The sheen of bounty was on the grass, and the spring of the year had come. Hello and welcome back to The Membership, a podcast inspired by the life and works of Wendell Berry, the Kentucky farmer and writer. I'm one of your hosts, John Pattison. On this podcast, we discuss Barry's writing, and we also interview folks. We talk to farmers and makers and writers and artists and community practitioners of all kinds who are responding to Wendell Berry's writings in their own places. And our hope here is that the membership podcast will curate the kinds of conversations that will contribute to the health of the land and the health of our communities. But let's just say it, it's been a minute. It's been a lot of minutes, actually. The last episode of this podcast was published more than three years ago, but the podcast is coming back, which is why I wanted to begin this episode with Wendell Berry's poem, Returning. Before we go any further and before I make an introduction, I wanted to catch you up on kind of what's happened the last three years. Going back to when you last heard from us, early 2020, the pandemic threw a wrench into all of our lives. It was really hard to find the time and the energy to record. It was, as many of you experienced, a time where we seem to have a lot of free time on our hands. And then also it's we seemed busier than ever before. And the thing is, is I, I would hear regularly from new listeners who had found our old episodes and they had listened to everything that we recorded and they were hoping for more. Unfortunately, I knew that my amazing founding co-hosts, Tim Wassum and Jason Hardy, they were not going to be able to come back as podcast regulars, but I wanted to figure out something. And then I had an idea. Dave, was this my idea or yours? We've been best friends so long that sometimes that kind of blurs. I'm, I'm sure it was your idea, <laughs> but it is a good idea. I think it was a good idea. It was a good idea. I think so too. I think so. So yeah, that is my best friend, David Johnson. Dave, welcome to the podcast. It's very nice to be here. David, you and I grew up uh, together in Nebraska. Now we both live here in Western Oregon. As I mentioned, we've been best friends for 30 years, and we've been talking about Wendell Berry for the last 15 I know the listeners will soon find out what I've known for a long time, that you are, you're, you're going to hate this part, Dave, because it's going <laughs> to, you're going to hate this part. I'm already super uncomfortable, so you should <laughs> go ahead. Dave is a brilliant reader. He is wise and insightful and hilarious. When we get together for dinner, which we try to do at least once a month, there's a really good chance that we're going to end up laughing so hard that we end up in tears. And the thing is, like, we've been doing that since high school. Like, we were these weird high school kids who hung out at Arby's for four hours with enjoying free refills and just talking about books and girls and faith and life and just laughing so hard until we cried. And the employees and the other customers, they just must have thought that we were crazy. 
And that's really been the story of the last 30 years of my best friendship with you, Dave. It's been 30 years of amazing conversations. And as you know, because I tell you this as often as, as I can, it's been one of the great gifts of my life. And I just love that you and I now get to share this experience. Um, you also find out, if you haven't noticed already, that Dave has a great podcast voice. And that's really essential. So, Dave, I asked you, would you be interested in co-hosting a relaunched membership with me? And you said yes. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited to do this. I, you, we have tried to figure out a way to to do some sort of project together, probably for as long as we've been mm -hmm. uh, we've been friends. Uh, in, in our early friendship, John and I were part of a lip sync group called the Christian Commandos. <laughs> where we would put on concerts for our our, our youth group, and uh, we would dress up and sing whatever sort of Christian contemporary Christian hits were in style. I, I guess I will use that term very lightly. Um, <laughs> and at the time, and I think we did three or four of those um, over the course of high school. And now, it, after sort of a a long fallow period where we we were just living life together, now we're, now we get to do this, and I couldn't be I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, that I'm. Now I'm uncomfortable that you brought that up that like there are <laughs> somewhere there are VHS tapes of those concerts. Yeah. Thank goodness. That, this was pre-internet. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. You know, it was mostly Christian music, but then we also did some weird owl. We did I do a lot of weird. I remember yeah. you mm -hmm. and our, our friend Paul did a very um, touching rendition of a whole new world mm -hmm. together, uh, complete with a, a real flying carpet. And I think you dressed up as Jasmine, as I recall, <laughs> again pre-internet it's internet pre-internet nice. pre so here we are we're relaunching the membership with tim and jason's blessing and of course we hope that they will drop by from time to time this is going to be a shorter episode and we have some housekeeping to get into including letting folks know what we're going to be reading next and i wanted to tell you about our next episode which is actually going to be coming out in a couple of days it's already been recorded um, it's an interview that I did with a singer-songwriter who has recorded an entire album based on Wendell Berry's short stories. First, Dave, I thought it would be helpful to let folks kind of get to know you better as the new co-host, as if talking about Christian Commandos didn't say enough, just in case they needed to know more. Um, it's been our tradition on this show to actually ask our guests about their Wendell Berry origin story. We will get to that with you um, but you're not a guest, you're a host. And so I'm going to suggest that we actually take one step back and just, can you just kind of talk a little bit about yourself more generally? Who are you? What are some of the things that you do? And critically in a podcast that pays so much care to the importance of placidness, tell us a bit about your place. I, uh, I grew up in Lincoln and Omaha, Nebraska, but I've lived in Portland, Oregon, for the last 17 years now. Um, I am a couple different things like everybody. I am a, I'm a husband. <clears throat> I'm a father of, of two kids. I have uh, an 11 year old boy and a nine year old little girl. We live in the Rockwood neighborhood in between sort of in between Gresham and Portland It's kind of in that sort of what probably was a uh, unincorporated area at some point. We share our house with, with two dogs, three cats, <laughs> a rabbit, and a leopard gecko. Chris Lynn and I, my wife, homeschool our kids. She does, I, I shouldn't say we, 
she does that. <laughs> She's very, very talented at that. She puts a lot of time and care into that. I also work from home. I'm a, uh, I'm a, a grant writer. I have a little grant writing consulting firm that I primarily work with schools in, uh, in the West Coast. I've been doing that almost, I, I think it's close to 20 years now. I'm also a uh, student in seminary, which hasn't been it hasn't been 20 years, but it, it's I'm starting to push that too. I started uh, uh, going to the seminary in 2017 at Anabaptist Mennonite Biblical Seminary in Elkhart, uh, and I'm getting my uh, Master of Divinity there. So my pl- so I talked a little bit about my place, like uh, some of the like the the things that really connect me to my place are the. The, our backyard and our garden at our house, which we, which I spend a lot of time in. I also am a, an early morning dog walker. And so I will be up in between five and six o'clock in the morning walking around our neighborhood. I'll spend an hour, hour and a half sort of taking different routes around the place, looking at the houses and the neighbors and the, the trees. And every once in a while I run into a coyote or a or, or any number of the, the, the cats that live outside. And I, I really love that time. Tell us a little bit about when you first encountered Barry's work. So if, if memory serves me correctly, I first encountered Wendell Barry's work when I, the summer I moved up to Portland in, in 2006, like I said, I had, um, I had grown up in Nebraska. I went to college and, and graduated from college in Nebraska. I spent a couple of years in between Portland and Nebraska in Central California. But in 2006, I was I was here, and I didn't know this at the time, but it was I was at the end of a phase in my life where I had been just sort of against everything. Mm. I'd grown up. I got, I'd grown up believing certain things and being taught certain things were true and certain things were important. And I, early in my twenties, uh, I started like a lot of people do started like asking questions about those and the things that I thought were true and that I had believed this didn't really bear up to that kind of scrutiny. And so I went through a long time where I was just kind of probably pretty miserable to be around. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really know what I believed. I didn't know what I thought about the world. I felt sort of betrayed by like this state of affairs. And, uh, but when I, when I moved up to Portland, I was kind of at the end of that. And I encountered this Wendell Berry. He, he entered into my reading life and I started off with some of the, the essays, like I, some of the early stuff, like a continuous harmony and the unsettling of America. And it was about these things that were, that I had never really thought of before, but that just had so much explanatory power for me. Mm-hmm. Like this idea that our working life had become so specialized that we didn't know how to fix anything and we didn't really know how to do anything that our the, the, the things that happened to the land when the people who own the land who I and I put that in quotes own the land mm-hmm. uh, don't live near the that the land that they owned and the way that that allows them to to abuse it and to make it ugly. I thought about the like this idea of appropriate scale, like that mm-hmm. there are things that yes. like can just get too big, 
uh, and that, that you are then have to become so efficient that you can stop taking care of stuff, that you can stop worrying about what's good and what's true and what's quality and you just uh, worry about producing things and so that was the, the those were my first experiences with Wendell Berry I, I remember reading a continuous harmony while I was visiting the woman that would soon be my mother-in-law and and kind of just being sort of blown away by the just the new ideas that I was encountering so the the, the nonfiction definitely came first like since then, I've read all of I've I've read all of the fiction. I love the the Port Williams stories. I read those in I I, I worked with a a guy who used to read those in chronological order. And once that idea came into my head, I spent it was I think it was the 2014 and 2015 reading through the the Port Williams fiction in chronological order. And I just I love those. I love Jaber Crow. Actually, one of our dogs name is named after Burley Coulter. <laughs> it's just uh, it, it's 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 one of my favorite things, and the and then the poetry. I love the the Sabbath poems. I'm really, I love the poem you read at the beginning of this uh, of this episode. Is uh, he's he's just become a a, a guiding light for me um, over these last what's now been 17 years. I was grateful on a personal level that you had encountered Barry because in my first book we it was called besides the bible and it was essentially 100 books that my co-authors and I felt like every christian should read uh the three of us wrote 75 of the essays and then we asked some of our favorite writers and artists and filmmakers to write about their own favorite books you wrote an essay on uh Marilyn Robinson's Gilead but we had 99 of the essays done. The last one was my essay on Jaber Crow. And I remember being in a coffee shop. I it was literally the last paragraph and I was so stuck. And I I think I called you and I maybe I walked or you know paced outside the coffee shop for a while and I just said, help me wrap this up. And we were able to talk about Barry's work and what it's meant to us as people of faith. And I was able to wrap up that essay with your help. Your Wendellberry journey and mine converged pretty early on, mm -hmm. uh, which makes sense because we have been best friends for so long. Uh, what draws you, what continues to draw you back to Barry's work today? I think it's, I mean, it's just the clarity of his and rigor of his thought that there's this cohesive worldview that is it's a little countercultural and i'm i'm drawn to that um the ideas that are really working on me right now are 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 this this idea of appropriate scale mm. and not even not even just appropriate scale but the idea of of embracing limits mm -hmm. of like the limits that are required to truly live in a neighborhood in a in a town to be to be really local um, I think, I think he's a, I think he's a modern prophet. I think that the people who love him probably recognize him like that, even if they don't use those words. And I'm a little bit, I honest, honestly, he's like someone that helps prepare. I feel like he's helping prepare me for what's, what's going to come a, a little bit, mm -hmm. I just how to, he's changing my mind. He changes how I behave. Um, 
there's there's a little bit of, of of Wendell Berry where every time I open up a new book, there's I'm I'm excited about it, but I also know that it is not it will require something of me. Mm-hmm. You know, it occurs to me that you and I are both we're both equally fans of Barry's work, but something that I have appreciated about you and that I think is going to be really good for this podcast is that I I am an enthusiast and you are a fan while still having the like the capacity to think critically and sometimes like argue a little bit with even with the writers that you love. I think we like we need that in this podcast. We need that in these discussions, both from the two of us and from the guests that we're going to have on. I don't want this to be just kind of like a fanboy gush fest. Well, I think I think Wendell Berry's work teaches you to do that too. Mm, I mean, I don't. Yes, he's, he's not a. He doesn't ask for sort of blind loyalty in his thought. Mm-hmm. He puts out. He does so much thinking, and it's going to be a cohesive, coherent argument that's well reasoned. You might not agree with the conclusion. You might not agree with some of the premises, but he he's engaging in uh, he's he's engaging in deep and important thought and i i don't know like i the i i i think that he i think there is a spirit in his work and especially in his essays even the ones that are most strident and sincere that still that welcome the engagement even even a sort of a critical engagement so what are you looking forward to here joining the membership podcast. You must have had a, a good reason to say yes to co-hosting. Well, in addition, besides, to, besides getting the band back together, in addition to being able to do this with you, <laughs> I really, I, I love reading books with other people. I love the way it makes me, it makes me think while I'm reading. I love the way it makes me think while I'm on my morning walk. Like it just enlivens the whole experience, and I start seeing how it. The what whatever I'm reading connects to different parts of my life because I know that I'm going to be talking about it with someone else. That is that that's the I just that's the best that's the best part of reading that sort of possibility of being of having my mind changed of being some part of, like some part of me being transformed. I sort of I, I I've used I, I chase that a little mm, bit. Um, yeah, and I just I think this this is going to be a a, a really fruitful place for that to happen i agree i agree i hope so and and i'm actually quite certain that it will be that way for both of us and hopefully for our listeners and uh the broader membership of the membership podcast it's gonna be a lot of fun uh so a bit of housekeeping kind of before we wrap this up we wanted to keep this episode a little bit on the shorter side our next episode is actually going to be released in just a couple of days. As I mentioned, it's an interview I did with a singer-songwriter. His name is Matt Wheeler. Matt lives in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and he often writes music that is inspired by works of classic literature. He's written songs inspired by C.S. Lewis and Tolkien and the book Watership Down and Old Man in the Sea, and among many, many others. But Matt most recently recorded an album called A Hard History of Love. That entire album is based on several short stories in the collection That Distant Land. It was a really fun interview. We talked a lot about Barry's writing, as you'd expect. 
but we also talked about songwriting, his songwriting process. We talked about the idea of membership and kind of getting back to what Dave was saying, Matt and I talked about the paradoxical way in which accepting and embracing limits actually can lead to freedom. So that's a great interview. Matt launched a Kickstarter to help support the release of that album. And you can find a link to the Kickstarter in the show notes in this episode. That Kickstarter will still be live when my interview with Matt is published in a couple of days. But that the Kickstarter does end in the very early morning of Friday, August 25th. So I would encourage you to go and check it out early. Dave, would you mind kind of looking beyond that and telling folks what we're going to be reading and discussing in the coming weeks and months of season three of the membership. We have some good stuff coming up. We do. I'm really excited about it. So the, 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 the next book we're going to talk about after John's interview with Matt is called Whitefoot, a story from the center of the world. It's, it's a children's book that's got a mouse at the, at the, at the center of the story. Uh, I used to read this to the kids. I think you gave me the copy that I have, John. So, And it's going to be fun because you and I, our, our two families are going camping together. To, we leave tomorrow and we're bringing Whitefoot with us to read to everyone because it's been so dry and hot in Western Oregon. We don't get to have campfires, but we'll, we'll find something to sit around and read it out loud. So that'll be a great experience. Yep. After Whitefoot, we're going to read a short essay that Wendell Berry wrote in the early 80s called Why I Am Not Going to Buy a Computer. That gets referenced an awful lot lately in articles about artificial intelligence, the impact of social media and digital culture on the on the society. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Following that, we're going to pick up a, a poetry collection, uh, The Country of Marriage. And then we're going to take a swing at The Need to Be Whole, Patriotism and Hi the History of Prejudice, which was published last fall. It's a, it's a significant essay collection and I think is going to be uh, the source of a lot of interesting sort of conversations, even sort of arguments about, about what, uh, what, where Barry's thought is around, uh, around these topics. Yeah, I assume that that conversation is going to be multiple episodes because I think it is something like 600 plus pages. It's going to, yeah, it's a lot. So if you want to get a jump start on that book, I would, not just you, Dave, but our listeners, um, get a jump start on that book. It would probably be a good idea. And interspersed our discussions about these, these books, we're going to continue to interview some really, really interesting folks. But what would be really helpful, actually, is if you know somebody who is putting Barry's ideas into practice in their own lives. And you think we should interview them. If you yourself are doing that and you would be willing to be interviewed, please reach out to us. Our email is hosts, that's H-O-S-T-S, because there are two hosts, at membershippod.com. Reach out to us. We would love to get more and more of these interviews it's so fun connecting with other people who have, who really appreciate Barry's work and who are putting it into practice in very, very different places from, say, Henry County, Kentucky, or Western Oregon, where Dave and I live. We're hoping to talk with folks from all walks of life. So definitely get in touch. Dave, I think that's about it for this episode. It's our first episode of the membership together. Very exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So thank you everyone for 
joining us on this return episode of the membership. It's very exciting to be up and running again. As always, if you are, I mean, speaking, I'm not going to buy a computer. If you want to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can find us in all of those places at Membership Pod. We also have a website, membershippod.com. And we are a proud member of the Rabbit Room Podcast Network. You can find lots of other great podcasts at rabbitroom.com slash podcasts. Thanks, everyone. And we will see you on the next episode. Are we ready to go? Sure. <laughs> I'm like weirdly nervous about this. I don't know why. It's you. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. It's just me. Yeah, that'll be fine. We'll see. And Dave, is that it? What what's my what's my outro? Oh, okay. Oh, rate and review the podcast. I don't know if we want people to rate and review the podcast right now. We've been gone for three years. <laughs> All right. Well, no matter yeah. Okay. Go ahead. If you want, go ahead and rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast, uh, your favorite podcast platform. Be gentle when it comes to the three-year hiatus. Or just or or not be be honest this is thrilling conversation <laughs> <laughs> uh all right